0: Hey, everybody. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to What Does the Bible Say About That? I'm Reese. And I am Will. Will, I am.
1: No, it's just Will. Okay. William. William.
0: No, you're real. Fun fact about Will. Reese, what a nice suit you have on today. I don't have a suit on. (laughs) Will's full name is actually Will. It's not William short Boom. Shortened to Will Boom. His, his first name is actually Will
1: mm-hmm. You want to hear a funny story about it? Yeah, that? let's hear it I was the only one I met You know, once upon a time There was only one Will Actually, Revelation 4.11 Talks about God's will <laughs> But me <laughs> Up until this past month I was the only Will I knew And then I met a guy And his name was also just Will Now you're not unique. And also his dad was also named Will. And then his grandfather was was
0: also named Will. What's your dad's name, Keith? Not Will? Well, his first name's actually Will, I shouldn't say. Just for privacy. We've got a large following. We don't want to get it out there to everybody. We should probably get started. Okay. You got anything else you want to talk about? Before we get into it. Can we regroup? You wanna restart? You regroup, man? No, no, yes. no. Yes. Come on. I gotta get some water. We're gonna do this. Gonna
1: do
0: okay, this Will is thinking we're restarting this podcast. Yes, we but we're not. You'd be surprised how often we restart these podcasts because Will loses it in the middle of it. But this time I'm putting my foot down. Come on, Will. So the topic today is about spiritual gifts. What does the Bible say about spiritual gifts? When Will comes back to join me after he gets his water and tries to restart, but I'm going to prevent him, we're going to get into the miraculous gifts and the spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit in the Bible. Will, why don't you tell us about your experience of the miraculous?
1: All right. Hello, everyone. I'm back. (laughs) regrouped okay spiritual gifts are not a joke (laughs) yeah why are you
0: laughing no i'm not
1: no so okay my really my experience of spiritual gifts is very very little Mm -hmm. i've mentioned it before i grew up in a baptist church Mm -hmm. i was saved through a baptist church what is a church we talked about this last time.
0: Oh, man. We can't call it a church anymore.
1: Oh, that's, that's hard. I was saved through a group of Baptist believers. Yes, that would be more appropriate. Mm-hmm. That were in a city. True. Okay. So, Baptists, especially Southern Baptists, don't emphasize much of the Holy Spirit other than... Him entering into you and saving you. Yeah. And so um, as far as, you know, maybe the more known gifts of, I don't know what what your listeners, I don't know what your concept is when we say spiritual gifts. Me, I, I immediately go to tongues.
0: Tongues, um, yeah.
1: Where I was in the community, there were other churches where, you know, it, one of their... Churches? <laughs> okay. There was other, there was other <laughs> groups of believers. I'm sorry. This yeah. is... No, you're right. There was other groups of believers that... that Denominated themselves, mm. and there was whole denominations formed on gifts, on on speaking in tongues, maybe on some types of prophesy, prophecy, prophecy, um, some healing. Never have witnessed that myself. As far as you know, before my eyes, someone being healed. Um, but but basically, that that is kind of where I came from. A very, I would even say like a conservative. I mean, I don't know. Maybe conservative is not the right word, but. Um, just just not really even being open to it. Yeah. I, I wasn't necessarily, like, opposed. It was just, like, it never was introduced to me, so I didn't really think about it, didn't really care. I just knew I was saved, and that was
0: all I cared about. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Joke. When, um, would you say that maybe gifts maybe, like, intimidated you? I don't know. I guess I kind of maybe had this beforehand where it's like, Oh gosh! If this thing is real, then there's something wrong with me, maybe. Or it's like I must be short in some way. Was that ever a factor, or was it kind of just I never heard about it? But they're probably out there. Like, did you think the gifts were like, they were all just crazy in the Pentecostal group, or did were you just thinking like, yeah, you know, teach his own? Like, what was your feeling towards gifts? Mm-hmm. You know. Well, my
1: honestly, my dad had a big influence on that. <clears throat> subject. So one of his best friends growing up, um, his best friend's dad, okay, was an Assemblies of God
0: preacher. Interesting.
1: Um, and so there was some differences there. Um, Brooke gifts is more well known. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, my dad, had the view they they had to settle these things, mm-hmm. when, you know, when they were growing up or whatever. And so he he actually talked to not that guy's dad but another Assemblies of God pastor who actually said 90 like 5% of tongues are made up. Okay. That's what this preacher said. And so my dad told me that and so that was always my view too that most of it's fake. Most of it's most of it is is yeah, fake. I didn't know why it was fake. I didn't really even try to argue it. I wasn't scared of it. I just felt like honestly my I was kind of just logically mm-hmm. thinking I knew that the Lord was in me mostly because my conscience he I'm, was real in your conscience. In my
0: conscience, like making you think like this is right, or I feel bad after
1: doing that. Yeah, things like that. That was like I, I knew at one point in time my conscience became a lot more tender. There was I knew there was something else in me that was not happy or was happy when I did certain things. Yeah. And so to me, I was like, I don't. Why do I need anything else? Yeah. Why would I? I I know God's real because of that. I don't need to. Speak in another language, or heal okay. people, or
0: so gifts were like manifestations of God's God being real. That's how you yeah, kind that's of viewed a good, them. Yeah, that's like... a
1: good. Yeah, that's that's basically what it was for me.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you ever like try to experience them, or did you ever have an experience of them?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I have some embarrassing stories about it. <laughs> Give us one. Just one. Yeah. Well, okay. One time, I got asked if I wanted to speak in tongues. Okay. And at this point in time, I had, was going through, I would call, my own reformation of my belief system mentally. All right. Yeah. And um, I was open. I decided to open myself to tongues. Be careful. Sorry. And I up until the point, even now, I think that I'm. I'm not a... Well, there's a word for it. Reese will say it later. I don't even know how to say it. I'm not someone who doesn't think that gifts are not a thing. Do people speak in tongues? I have not spoken in tongues. Um, People might. Anyways, here's here's what happened. I was sitting there. They asked me if I wanted to speak in tongues. Um, I told them, if the Lord wanted me to, then sure, yes. Um, And so they laid their hands on me. They started praying. They started Speaking in tongues, and it made me very
0: uncomfortable, very mm. nervous. Um, and I was, do you think they were really speaking in tongues? What well, do you think? I wasn't
1: sure. I didn't think so because it, they they did it on command. Okay. I never saw anyone in in the Bible do it uh, on Well, actually, command? I've never seen anyone that was in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never I never read any examples. <laughs> you don't have a picture Bible. No, I never. Well, uh, never mind. <laughs> I I I I never read any examples where it's like, oh, let's just speak on tongues in command because. Mm. So
0: you thought it was more of a like God takes over. Yeah, I mean, without like. Without your
1: will. All of a sudden in Pentecost they're praying and then it's like, let's just speak in different languages. The same yeah. thing happened with the household of Cornelius.
0: Yeah, they started speaking in tongues. Yeah, they, they started speaking weren't in tongues trying too. To. No, I don't think so. And so. Whoa, that's interesting. I'm learning here. This is good. This well, is like, Okay, keep going. Do you want me to... I don't know. Yeah, finish the story. Tell me okay. Well, this is just me being...
1: Well, I'm kind of opening myself here to the world. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Okay. They don't get to talk back, so you just, you're just talking to that microphone. Anyways, <laughs> I, I didn't. I did not speak in tongues.
0: What happened? I
1: don't... I, I kind of just... Okay, I started making some noise. To get out of it. Well, I was kind of like... The, the, the way that it was working was like, oh, I just need to open my mouth and and make noises. And so I did that. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, oh, this is, I don't, I, am I actually speaking in tongues? Am I not? Is this what it's supposed to feel like? Am I just supposed to like, get out of my mind and just start making noises and this is the Lord through me? And they th- said, and kind of confirmed, oh, that's your tongue. You're, yeah. You, you've spoken in your language. Mm-hmm. But inwardly, I knew after I left also like, I, I, that it wasn't. That wasn't tongues.
0: No, I, I mean... You were just trying to get them to stop.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I, honestly, I thought that might maybe it was. Like, maybe if I just... Really? Like, relax my mind. At the time, I did. But yep. then later on, and through prayerfully considering some of the verses that we will in 1 Corinthians... Yeah. I just realized that it wasn't. I mean, it... The, mm-hmm. e- e- okay, and even if... Let's just say it was. Even though I, I'm 100% sure it wasn't. But let's just say that is a form of tongues. You just start, get out of your mind, and you start making noises. In 1 Corinthians 14, Paul specifically says, he starts talking about, he's comparing tongues and prophecy, and he he kind of shuts down tongues. In his, he puts some water on the abuse of tongues in 1 Corinthians 14, hmm. because it builds up the self and not the church. Right. It builds up the individual, not the church. Right. And so... Just to be clear in my experience, I realized that. Really? That even in that, even in that, that noise I was making, which I, it, I don't... It wasn't tongues. Uh-huh. It, it, there, there was no profit out of it. There was no to profit. To them, to me, them praying in tongues, me
0: praying in tongues. Yeah. No one got anything out of that. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. It wasn't like no. useful for anything of God's purpose. Mm-hmm. or Interesting. It was a clinging symbol. Clinging symbol.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. A quoting Paul there.
0: Yep. Okay, what is
1: your experience?
0: Okay. Um my experience. I was so when I was saved at sixteen, um, I had a what I would have called like compared to my friends at the time, I called my I felt like my salvation was very like dynamic. Not to say it was more special than anyone else, but like it had a pretty dynamic change. Like effect on my life versus like when you're really young and you're not in a ton of like sin maybe. So it doesn't seem like a huge change, even though inwardly the same thing happened and it's still dynamic no matter what. But for me, like the Lord came into me and I was like, wow, I can't do what I was doing before. Something just happened. Mm, Yeah. We're at the point I was asking the person who like helped me in my, you know, in that process. I came up to him and I was like, "What? what is happening to me? Because mm-hmm. I was just like overwhelmed with just emotion, love for the Lord, like hate for my sin and just like conviction and so many things. And so it was just like, this is not normal. Right. And I've heard the gospel before. So it's like, why is this doing this? But mm-hmm. it was God. So I guess my salvation experience kind of affected my view towards the gifts, I guess, because after about a year of being in a, a Baptist denomination um, with a buddy of mine who invited me, um, I wouldn't say I was like dead or, you know, like I had a low, but I was just content maybe, uh, not as on fire as before. You know, your typical, like, you might call it a camp high. I hate that because it's like, no, the Lord actually was there and something happened. I wasn't just happy and excited. Um, Anyways, I got invited to lunch uh, by a friend to go meet this guy who he knew who was a youth minister at a charismatic denomination. And that guy, when I met him, I was very impressed with his experience of the Spirit and how he described it. Very miraculous things happening to him, not just outwardly and like, you uh, you know, he needs his car breaks down he needs money for this but he doesn't have it and he's serving and he just prays and that much money ends up in his like mailbox yeah. by a friend yeah. or an anonymous right. person um or, or versus or just like his experiences of worship and being like brought into the spirit and you know overwhelmed i'm just like for me what what happened with me when he was saying that is i was just echoing like man that is the god that i experienced At salvation Mm. when I was 16. That's what I want. So me, I was really impressed with others' testimonies of the spirit in these miraculous outward ways. And so I desperately sought my own experiences of the spirit. Praying at night. I mean, I I basically like submitted myself to him to be like his disciple in that sense. Not in a weird way, like I'm you know, I'm still loving the Lord, following the Lord, but like I was like trying to learn from this guy how he does this and how the church is going through this and you know where I was. Right. So I think I had about a year of pursuing the gifts. My experience was pretty low. Like I had like, I would sit at my bedside and pray desperately for God's voice from heaven to tell me, you know, Lord, who do you want me to, you know, speak to? What do you want me to say? You know, trying to, what I, my view of what prophesying is.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I would really think hard and consider hard and pray hard, whatever that looks. I mean, I was just like trying to open to heaven, you know, trying to be open to it. And sometimes I would get like different names and different things. And I would text people to try and encourage them with whatever I felt like the Lord had given me. I never had an experience of tongues or tried to, they weren't Pentecostal. So they didn't like emphasize tongues or exalt tongues above other gifts. Um, worship was very sensational and um, yeah, know, yeah, emotional. And, but that was about it. I, one time, this was an interesting story. I'm sorry, we're going too long into our experiences, but I think we'll be able to hit the verses pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one time we had a visiting prophet come at a men's breakfast on Friday, and he prophesied over all of us. Um, He prophesied over me. Uh, I say that because that's what he said. I don't know if it was prophesying over everybody they did. But he would prophesy very generic prophecies over everybody. Mm. He told me I would be a teacher. And that has affected me since today. I'm very <laughs> like distraught for him wow. saying that. But... You know, maybe it's true. Maybe it's just, you know, making me go crazy. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. But um, so he he would just come and say very... He wouldn't say like, you know, you're going to get married in, in nine months and she's going to be a, a redhead and you're yeah. going to have two babies and they're going to be wow. beautiful and one will die. Like, it wasn't like oh, that man. specific. It was like, you're going to be a teacher. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... Different from others' experience, I think. Yeah. But it had an impact on me. And it shapes me today. And for good or for worse, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Reese. And not, our experience means nothing Yeah. when okay, it comes good. to the truth in the word. Wait, well then why did we? Because we want them to know that
1: or oh, yes, yeah, yeah and that's right. We want that's them right. to
0: have their guard up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> be, we're just, you know. Be warned. Be
1: warned. Okay, so hey, uh-huh. question. What's
0: the Bible say about that? Ooh, that's what this podcast is about, huh? Okay, so we'll start where? I think we should talk about three chapters in the Bible that talk about the gifts. Um, The Charismatics and Pentecostals emphasize 1 Corinthians 12. There are two other chapters that talk about lists of gifts. That's Ephesians 4 and Romans 12. Mm -hmm. And I think we should, instead of reading them in depth, because I don't think we have that kind of time, I think we should give a thematic overview of what these chapters are about. Cool. Maybe let's read the lists. You want to read 1 Corinthians 12? Yep. Of the list of gifts. So it starts in like verse 22. Uh, no, it's like 18, right? Where is it? No, I think it's 10. 9? No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, I think it's, it's nine. 28. Wait, oh, is it a 9 as well? Oh man, it's in twenty.
1: See so the twenty-eight one's better.
0: I think twenty-eight is better. Okay. It does say the nine as well, doesn't it? Yeah, do 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 twenty. Let's okay. read both. All right. I'll read. I'll read in ten. You okay. read twenty-eight. All right. First Corinthians twelve ten says. Well, I'll start with nine. To a different one, faith. Oh gosh, that's just not a good place to start. For to one through the Spirit a word of wisdom is given, and to another a word of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To a different one, faith in the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing in the one Spirit. To another, operations of works of power. Into another, prophecy. Into another, discerning of spirits. To a different one, various kinds of tongues. Into another, interpretation of tongues. But the one and the same. But the one and the same Spirit operates all these things, distributing to each one respectively, even as he purposes. Mm -hmm. Okay. How
1: about verse 28? 28. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating, and various kinds of tongues.
0: Right. You want to keep going or stop there? Um, Maybe we should stop there. Okay. Okay. So that's one chapter with a couple lists of gifts. Romans 12, verse, you know, start with verse 6. And having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, whether prophecy let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith, of service, let us be faithful to the, in that service, or he who teaches in that teaching, or he who exhorts in that exhortation, he who gives in simplicity, he who leads in diligence, he who shows mercy in cheerfulness. Yeah. What'd Ephesians? You get? Yeah, Ephesians. Ephesians
1: 4.11. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry... For the building up of the
0: body of Christ. Yeah.
1: Okay, so there's some different gifts here.
0: Different you? gifts in all three chapters. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people focus on 1 Corinthians 12? Good question. And you, you mean
1: 1 Corinthians 12 in the first or the second? Either. They're both
0: similar emphasis. Mm-hmm.
1: Well... I think 1 Corinthians 12, because it really does pinpoint out individuals. Hmm. He gave to one, right? Yeah. Some healing. He gives to someone else a tongue. Yeah. Gives someone else a prophecy. So it it really kind of gives you a sense of, like, oh, I can do something. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not just submitting under. It's like, oh, I can get something myself. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. Maybe, yeah I think another part or another big reason why it's emphasized is because first Corinthians twelve is the only one of those chapters that emphasizes the really outwardly miraculous oh, healings gotcha wisdom, word of wisdom, um, tongues tongues, healings, word of wisdom are not mentioned in Romans twelve or ephesians four mm-hmm. and so Ephesians and Romans are kind of like neglected because anybody can do that. But 1 Corinthians, you need the Spirit of God to do that. That would be how someone might think about it inwardly. Mm. I'm not saying that's true, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I think what you said is important um, about the individual. What would you say? Okay, I have another question. Okay. We're, we're doing a Socratic seminar here. I like seminars. <laughs> um, what of the three, those three books? Which would you say is the are are the highest? Rank them in, in like highest to lowest mm-hmm. as far as the state of the church.
1: Yeah, pro- probably First Corinthians is what is the well is the one that ranks them. Is that what you meant?
0: I meant like rank those three churches best to worst. Oh,
1: best to worst. Best to worst. Can we rank you churches? Said best to worst. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know if we can. I-, I will say this though. I do know some back I do know some background yeah. on the the churches. Meaning Paul's Paul's first letter out of the three, his first one was Corinth. Of those three, yeah. yeah, Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, as far as which one's the worst, there's definitely more problems in Corinth than the other two. In right. fact, there are no problems addressed in Ephesus. Right. Or in Ephesians. Right. So, I probably the, the bottom of the barrel, if you just wanted to say, like, corrections, would mm-hmm. be Corinthians, Romans,
0: Ephesians. I'd say so, too. I have a verse okay. to justify this. So, 1 Corinthians, well, actually, this is interesting. 1 Corinthians 1 1.7 says this. You do not lack in any gift. Nice. That would be, that, wouldn't that be nice? Man, for Paul to say that? I'd like to not lack in any gift. And I've got another verse. 1 Corinthians 3 one: And I, brothers, was not able to speak to you as spiritual men, but as to fleshy, but as to fleshy. As to infants in Christ, for you are still fleshy, fleshly. And then he talks about them being, just you know, men of the flesh, and he's not able to speak wise things or the mysteries of God to them. He basically trashes them Mm. and rebukes them, Mm -hmm. and the entirety of this epistle, he's correcting them. I mean, in chapter 3 or chapter 1, they're very divisive. In chapter 2, they want signs and, you know, they want these high philosophies. Chapter 3, they're fleshy. Chapter 4, there's like... uh, well, I don't know about chapter 4, chapter 5, there's an evil brother, and he's sleeping with his stepmom. Yeah. There's lawsuits. People are showing up showing up drunk to the Lord's table, I think in chapter, like, 8 or 9. There's a lot of going on. Here. And women are getting out of place in chapter 11, I think. It's just not a good situation in Corinth. Romans, not bad. Not bad. He's presenting the gospel of God to them. And doesn't seem like he addresses problems maybe he does does he but Ephesians is a really high book yeah Ephesians is like a deep book the whole way through Mm -hmm. the reason we talk about this is because 1 Corinthians 12 talks about the spiritual gifts right in a with an emphasis on the miraculous but it doesn't seem to be in a positive manner always he talks about actually abuses of the gifts, and okay. you mentioned this already in chapter fourteen. Right? Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about that some more?
1: Yeah, actually, I do. I, I was I was thinking about I was considering this, First um, Corinthians fourteen. So there's this there's this um, comparison that's happening between tongues and prophecy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the one who speaks in a tongue. This is First Corinthians. the one who speaks in a tongue builds up himself, but the one who prophesies builds up the church. Wow. Now there's more here, and you need to get the whole context of the chapter. Mm. I'm not going to do that right now, but when you have time, you should do it. But even this verse right here, Paul is is saying, "Seek, seek the building up of the church. Right. There's a building up of the body that needs to take place. Yeah. And even the gifts themselves were given, gift gifts given, for the purpose of building up the church. Right. Right. I didn't read the rest of the verse in Ephesians, but it even talked about those gifts were for the work of the ministry. And there was even a limit on those gifts until the
0: saints arrive. Right. Yeah. Okay, this is good. So 1 Corinthians 14, he, he, the Corinthians, actually, this is interesting. If you mm-hmm. study history, Corinth actually was known for tongue speaking Whoa, I didn't know before that. Paul came. Whoa. Okay. Demonic tongue speaking. Wow. And actually, do you know where the first instance of miraculous gifts are in the Bible? Debatably. There might be more. Are you talking about Old Testament
1: or New Testament?
0: Either one. Ooh. Egypt.
1: Where? What happens there? Um, That's where you, you got Moses
0: putting the snake down. Yeah, they're doing magic, huh? Yeah. Okay, well, that's a good one, actually. Maybe that's not good. I wasn't thinking of that, but that's good. That's good to think about. Like, demons can do miraculous things. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. That's just good to know that... not saying that Pentecostal churches are... Demonic. Oh, yeah, no. Not, not at all. Way. Yeah. But... The miraculous gifts are not necessarily signs of the Spirit, always. Mm -hmm. Balaam's donkey. Oh, yeah, he spoke. Actually spoke in tongues. I actually read that today. Really? Yep.
1: Wow. Yep, numbers 22.
0: This was not planned. Okay. Point is, miraculous outward (laughs) gifts are not necessarily signs of maturity in life. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. His donkey
0: donkey what, yeah, is that a is, lower than human life for sure and he's able to do it the gifts what you just said are actually for the building up of the church that's mm-hmm. what they should be doing and so there's a good verse in first corinthians 12 that i like a lot i don't know if you you've heard this verse. i i'm sure you have but in this context really good it says so also you since you're zealous of spirits i'm zealous yeah, yeah. For all you zealous spirits out there, not not zealous spirits, zealous of spirits, you really want these spiritual things, seek that you may excel for the building up of the church. Mm. That's what he says. If you're going to speak in a tongue, pray that you can interpret so that I can receive some benefit. That's the next verse. Yeah, that's good. If If I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. Yeah. Right and what then? You know, nobody's gonna be able to say the amen if I pray in a tongue. It only builds up yourself. We're not saying that tongues is not possible, but tongues is unprofitable right. unto the building up of the church. Yeah, unless it's unless it's interpreted, right? Right, and I think one really important thing, Ephesians four, Romans twelve, First Corinthians twelve. If you're if you actually care about this topic, which we think you should. Read, you have to read those chapters yeah. and notice what is the emphasis thematically for the whole chapter. And you'll find that all three talk about the body of Christ, members, different portions, all for the building up, the one church, right? yeah, drinking right. the one spirit, right? the one body. So the gifts are for the church. And Paul writes to the Corinthians, emphasizing the miraculous because there's a problem with them. But when he talks to the Romans and the Ephesians, he never talks about the miraculous. He mainly talks about the gifts that are more life-focused, that require maturity to function in them, to exercise in them. Now, you know, the only one that would be an exception to that, debatably, would be prophesying. And I'm sure we'll have to do a whole other podcast on what prophesying is, because it does actually require maturity in life. Mm -hmm. It's not just foretelling the future in a miraculous way, it's... Actually requires your experience of Christ to be deep, you know um,
1: you know can i can I interject something here yeah, right? go ahead, and I knew this
0: was a part of
1: first Corinthians and Ephesians, okay, but I didn't know it was a part of Romans yeah <clears throat> so in ephesians and this is where i I guess I'll start, but there's a there's something that goes along with gifts every time hmm. so at the end of ephesians four this is after it, after it says the gifts it says Um, well, at the very end, this is talking about the body, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Yeah. So here you have love. Right. The gifts came before this and then you have love. In 1 Corinthians 12, you have the gifts. And then in 14, there's also gifts. 13... Is all about love. Love, that's right. So you have the gifts, and it's like, and he's, you know, he's basically saying like, you know, we can all have the ability to have gifts. It's like there's right. no reason to compare yourself to anyone. Right. But ultimately, you need
0: love. Right. Because
1: he says at the end of 12, yeah, he says... I'll read it. Yeah.
0: That's good. I was about to say that. He's, he says, uh, but earnestly desire the greater gifts, and moreover, I show you a most excellent way. Right. In that way is love. Yeah, because then First Corinthians thirteen comes; it's the wedding chapter. Exactly, it's the wedding chapter. It's read
1: at so many weddings, and so love is, is so important. And then also in Romans twelve, the same thing is brought out. It said he says let love be genuine. It's after he lists the gifts, right? Let love be genuine. It's 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 right. Romans twelve nine, and so think about how many times, you know. I mean, maybe we seek. You know, I don't know about you. But when I was seeking the spiritual gift, in my own experience, mm. it wasn't out of love. I didn't yeah. have the view of the body in mind.
0: Yeah, you have like I want to be spiritual, exactly, and I want to be powerful, exactly. Yeah, and angelic, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, right. And I honestly, it's like I want to be. I want to know for sure that I'm yeah. saved. That God's real. Yeah, it's all self centered though. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, I, you know, I just thought that, you know, it's, you think about loving, I mean, you just think about loving the brothers and loving each other. Yeah. And not just with a human, I like him, so I'll hang out with them and right. do things for him. It's like genuinely, earnestly seeking that you love the brothers. And in Ephesians, it talks about that. It builds itself up in love. In love. All the gifts have to be um, right. contained, maybe, mm. in love. Right. Love is always the center
0: focus of building up the body. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, I think that's so huge. I mean, we're not against gifts. Right. Uh, that word you mentioned a while back, it's cessationists. People who think that the miraculous gifts don't happen anymore. They stopped after the apostles. You know, there there is some ground in the Bible to think something like that. But I don't think either of us believe that. You know, like Paul does talk about like, you know, the thorn not being able to be removed, or it says, you know, Timothy, drink a little wine for your stomach. Right. And he leaves Mark sick in this one city. It's like, it seems like the miraculous wasn't consuming Paul's life. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it stopped. Yeah, right. But the point is, the miraculous is mainly for a sign to unbelievers, or it's for like an an entrance in. Even in 1 Corinthians, he says, you know, if you guys all speak in tongues, right, they, you know, you might, it's for the unbelievers, for the unbelievers yeah. right? They'll hear it in their own language and they'll come in or right. whatever. But there was another verse you mentioned earlier too. Which one? The
1: Jews seek, what, what was The it?
0: Jews seek a sign and the Gentiles seek wisdom, but I, I preach Christ That's crucified, right. Right? Yeah, right? So what God cares more about than the outward signs is our inward transformation. Mm, mm-hmm. The life of Christ saturating us, his death. And resurrection being applied to us, so that we'd be conformed to His image. Yeah, the outward gifts they don't help so much in that, but the inward gifts, the gifts of life that change us, the service, the love, the the prophesying, the the uh, mercy, the giving. Yeah, all of it. These yeah. these really change the person. So I think I mean yeah, we're not here bashing gifts right right. but we're here emphasizing the greater gifts Mm -hmm. so yeah I mean I don't
1: yeah I guess going I guess maybe in conclusion to like my own experience uh it's like I have no idea whether those other people were speaking in tongues yeah but ultimately my experience of the Lord without that has been immeasurable wow you know just touching briefly the unsearchable riches of Christ. Right. And I don't need any of those things. Right. Now, if the Lord really... if It's not that I'm closed. If mm-hmm. the Lord really wanted me to speak in tongues or at some point in time needed to heal someone... Yeah. And it's for, it's ultimately, though, all for His expression, His, right. his building up of His body. Right. Um, because that's what He's after. And so...
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think um, there's just something about like like we're not. There's a difference between being like not so much promoting the spiritual gifts and like. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm saying this wrong. Like, there's two kinds of Christians in my eyes. There's the charismatic Pentecostals and there's the fundamentalist people who are Calvinists and like love the Bible and will beat you over the head with it because they know their scriptures. Yeah, both are extremes. We need to be those who know the word and know the spirit intimately. Right. Not necessarily in a, like in the miraculous outward ways and not necessarily in the systematizing, you know, only just knowledge emphasis way. Mm-hmm. We need to know the Lord in the word. Like in know the divine realm, right. know living Christ, know abiding in him. That is the emphasis in the New Testament is Christ as our life. And that's what we're trying to say here, I think, more than anything.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. good.
0: Okay. Time for the question. What, what are we talking about next week? Of least? the ages. You just said it quicker than I could say it. I'm tired. Oh gosh. I think we should talk about prophesying. That'd be a natural. A natural progression. What is prophesying? What does the Bible say about prophesying?
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think tongues is pretty. Well known for them. I mean, well, maybe we could do an intro about tongues because tongues is it's a debate. Is it speaking another okay. language? Speaking is it just language speaking angels? Yeah, you're just speaking nonsense. Well, tune in next time. We'll do tongues and prophecy. I focus on First Corinthians 14. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, and we're still in this progression of, and
1: I'll, I'll, actually, this is kind of being
0: encapsulated in the church. Okay,
1: because ultimately, all this stuff is for the church. Yeah. So, okay, all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Sorry about the abrupt start. Yeah. Actually, what happened... Can I explain what happened? Tell them. We tried to record before this, and I just lost it. I just got the giggles. (laughs) You got the big giggles. And so I had to get up and wiggle my sillies
0: out. (laughs) (laughs) You did it again. I'm sorry. We're not cutting that out. (laughs) No, I I heard someone say that. Tell them about where they can donate. Okay.
1: So there's there's this really cool... We actually made an Instagram page. There's a URL... It's titled "No Money for Poor Men." Did you catch the reference? There's a movie, "No Country for Old Men." Was wow. Saying. No, we don't. Okay, we seriously don't though, um,
0: your money. What you we should do if you enjoy these po- getting, if you enjoy these <laughs> podcasts at all, um, you can subscribe. That way, you'll stay up to date on the latest ones. Hmm. And we really would appreciate a comment or a message to us for an idea on what to talk about, maybe what might be more confusing, how we could do this better. We're learning. Mm -hmm. It's our first podcast. We're borrowing a microphone. We're noobs, but we're enjoying this. That's
1: not even my voice.
0: Yeah. Will uses actually a voice changing machine. It's kind of crazy. He actually has this voice of a 12 year old girl if he wasn't using it. Why don't you do it without the thing? Come on. Okay, well that'll be it. Maybe we should just stop. I'm sorry, that was too much. All right. goodbye everybody. Okay everybody, till next time. Have a good, well who knows when they'll listen to this. It wouldn't be appropriate to have a time.
1: Have a good 2019
0: winter. All is well, good night Austin, Texas.
1: And all of you out there listening from around the world, have a happy, happy time whenever you've listened to this. And afterwards.
0: Should I stop it now? Yeah. It's gone too long. It has. Anything else? No. How are how are you feeling? Stop.